Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the IMG Handover podcast. For our final episode of season one, we like to call this Where We Stand Now. How's it going, everybody? Uh, my name is Cavi. Almost forgot my name there. <laughs> Anyways, well, welcome back to the uh, IMG uh, Handover podcast. It's our. Uh, it's sad to say, but it is our final episode for this season. We made it. We Woo! Made it. Woo! Yeah. Um, obviously, um, we have to do the formal introductions here. So I have my uh, OG cast, um, as always, <laughs> for season one. Um, uh, we'll start off with Pars. Pars, how are you doing? Good, Cavi. How are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. You know, it's a Sunday, so basically catching up on everything that I've left off, um, all my responsibilities. I have like four hour, four hours of ironing to do after this. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, I got to go back and do my ironing as well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, next to next to Pars is um, the one and only, um, you know, uh, God's hand himself, uh, Galtham Janey. <laughs> Galtham, how are you? I'm good. You know, you guys just have ironing left. I have to do my laundry. I have to take out the laundry, and then I have to do the ironing. So there's still quite a lot, quite a lot I have to do today. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, the wonderful D. How are you, D? I'm great. I actually don't have any laundry to do or ironing, so I think I'm doing pretty good. But definitely feeling those uh, Monday blues kicking mm. in soon. <laughs> It's, uh, it's an exciting time for all of us because we're all in the transition into a new um, rotation block. Um, so I'll be going into mental health, which I'm actually pretty excited for. Um, and Pars, what are you going into? I'm also going into mental health, actually. Nice. So. Nice. Well, we can... Also excited. We can... <laughs> I look forward to catching up on how our mental health is doing as well as the mental health of the patients that we see. I'll make sure I do an MMSC on you next time I see you. Absolutely. It's one of the OSCE things, right? So we got to practice it. Um, Galtham, what are you going into? Uh, I'm going to general practice, which I'm definitely excited for. Nice. What are you excited for in that? Um, Generally I mean, practicing? It's definitely like a possible career prospect. So like, I, I just want to see if I vibe it or not. Nice. Nice. And Dee, what are you going into? I am doing palliative care for the next uh, seven weeks or so. Which I'm excited for. Oh, three weeks, sorry. <laughs> Cavi corrected me, thank God. I don't even know my own schedule right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going into palliative care for three weeks, which I'm excited for. In, I think it'll be nice to see um, this side of medicine. Yeah. It might be a little sad, but it'll, it'll be cool. Yeah, very evident side of medicine that everyone's got to do. and uh, But you also have um, to look forward to rehab, orthogeriatrics, perioperative medicine. So very... There are a lot of medicine to look forward to, which is great. Um, uh, once again, we'd, uh, we'd like to thank you for sticking through this whole season one. Um, if you haven't heard any of the other episodes, perhaps I'm not sure if this is the best episode to start with because we've <laughs> been through quite a bit. <laughs> um, but you can check them all out in any order that you wish. Um, this one is kind of, we titled it where we stand now. It's kind of a bit of a recap of, um, I guess where we are in the current time where we leave off season one of this podcast. So when we look back ourselves, even we know what we've kind of chatted about and what we've advised about. Um, 
so I guess um, opening it up to the floor, um, how, where, so I guess to put it into context, all of us are on our third year and we're going into our last block. And then after our last block for this year, we have our final exams for third year and then hopefully we'll all be in fourth year. So that's where generically where everyone is. Um, so I guess the, I'll open up to the floor here. How, um, how has everyone's years been? Any favorite moments, any down moments, any moments that you guys would like to share about this year thus far? I guess um, my favorite, if we're talking about rotations specifically, um, I had a good time on uh, surgery on ASU, <laughs> and it was my first rotation actually. So I think um, it was one of those things where I had these, uh, I had no idea what to expect. And then what I got was a very fast paced, like, um, emergency sort of uh, surgical unit that you know you would see a, a person in the morning or they would come in overnight and then in first thing in the morning you would do their surgery or something um, and it was very interesting uh, you know speaking with uh, the um, members of the team and and seeing how the actual dynamic works between like consultants and the registrars and all that because like I said it was the first rotation so I'd never been exposed to any of that sort of stuff and then you see like the actual hierarchy that's there and you come to uh, you come to respect it because you are a lowly lowly medical student <laughs> um, yeah so I think that was probably my favorite rotation so far just because I guess of those um, feelings that I had but in terms of like actual um, medicine and, and uh, I guess personal challenge uh, I would say the palliative care rotation that I just had mm. um, and it wasn't too bad for uh, in terms of the medical aspect of it but it was more so the uh, social sort of situation and trying to handle everything outside of the um the medical sort of realm mm -hmm. um but yeah that's kind of my favorite two sort of rotations um the yeah. worst one i guess the the troughs <laughs> the troughs, in, the troughs in, in the year um yeah i mean i guess i i had uh Gen Med was really good um, because of the fact that you learn a lot. But I guess my mentality going into Gen Med, because I'd, I had it right after my surgical term, um, I was really used to the fast pace and everything, and everything slowed down a lot on <laughs> Gen Med. Uh, I think it was very uh, unique for my experience as well because the team that I was with had, you know, a very small patient list a lot of the time. And that was because we were so good at helping people i guess they would just be discharged and or we'd be lucky just on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'd just be really lucky on the days that we would admit people that not a lot of people kind of showed up but um yeah uh that would probably be the trough of the year in terms of rotation for me yeah surgery and then pal care are like almost opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of medicine in a way <laughs> yeah that's very true and i think that's probably why like uh i kind of liked both of them because it was nice. really like an opening of like oh like this is like the peak of interventional 
sort of medicine and then the other side of it where it's like well we're not doing any interventions anymore mm. we're doing just comfort cares and we're trying to resolve everything else surrounding this person's life mm. absolutely Catherine, did you want to go yeah sure um well i guess the first thing that came to my mind about just this year so far is how fast it's gone by <laughs> i can't believe we're already close to the end of the year and we just have one rotation left um, that's probably the first thing that came into mind. But um, in terms of my favorite rotation, my favorite rotation was also the very first one of the year, which was Gen Med, yeah. um, which is interesting. Like, yeah, everyone just has such different experiences. And I think that's mm. one of the good things with medicine. Everyone finds what they like. Um, and along with that, I think um, what I realized is the team that you're with also really shapes your experience. Um, and for me, my Gen Med team was just phenomenal like uh we were like basically just really good friends with the interns and they got us super involved even though our consultant didn't necessarily get us too involved the interns really um heightened our experience mm. and one of my really good friends was with me for that rotation as well so we just yeah it was it was a really good time in terms of uh learning and um just experiencing the hospital life in general i think that that was really good yeah absolutely. um and the other wild card for me, which I really enjoyed, was rehab, which I didn't think that I would like, to be honest, nice. at all. But <laughs> rehab just had such a great um, crew behind it. And mm. everyone um, was way more laid back than the other sides of hospitals, such as surgery or gen med. Mm. It was a lot more laid back and was truly just trying to help people get back to their regular lives, mm. which I, I thought I was like, yeah, rehab could be definitely something I wanted to do in the future, too. Um, in terms of troughs. Um, I don't know if I really had a trough. I like kind of enjoyed most things, but like I feel like surgery. He never probably... does, ladies and gentlemen. He always excels in life. No, 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 no. Not in terms of like selling. But, like, I, I I try to make most of what I did, but I think surgery for sure is definitely what I would say was the closest to a trough. I didn't really. I kind of knew that I didn't want to do surgery before, and I kind of yeah. just reconfirmed that once I did it. Um, but it, it was still such a cool experience, and mm. um, obviously you don't really get to do that in anything else. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think this year has gone by so fast. But then I look at my how I, how my face has just changed, and these raccoon eyes are real. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's anemia kicking through or if it's just lack of sleep that's just caught up. It's like, yeah, I I, I definitely was waiting for this moment, and we're almost entering fourth year next year, which is crazy. But um, I'll just mention I don't know if I have. Like an absolute favorite. I mean, I I feel like every rotation I go through, and I think you guys can attest to this, I'm like, I love this. This is great. And I ended up liking almost everything I've done. But um, I think my term, I would have to agree with you, Gautam, that Gen Med, in terms of learning, our team, my consultant, everything has just been so like enriching in terms of like education. And I, I've really liked the um, just the medicine and which is what I was I kind of knew what I was into anyways um but I definitely could appreciate uh the like you know the appeal of surgery and stuff I don't think it's for me <laughs> um but I I I think that would be probably my closest trough as well only because I just I'm not just I'm not very surgically inclined <laughs> so we just have to um I think it was like maybe halfway through I was like oh my gosh I don't know how I'm going to do another half year of these blocks and I don't know if you guys know but 
um, at Griffith. I think we talk about it maybe, but if not in third year, it's three blocks back to back to back. Hopefully they've changed it if you are wanting to get into Griffith and for future that they'll add a couple breaks, but um, it's pretty exhausting and I didn't think I would get through the second half with as much excitement, but it's been good. Um, yeah, so we'll see how, if I have the same excitement for this last vlog, which is probably going to be the case because I'm terrible <laughs> at deciding things. Um, I would say for myself, um, yeah, there was different lessons I took out of the the um, rotations I went through. I think for myself, um, echoing Galtham, like I think I got the most personal growth out of being in Gen Med. And I think the only reason that happened was, again, because of the team. And I can't vouch for that statement that Gautam mentioned before. I think the team and your experience in the rotation has such a big impact on the way you're going to be learning. And you, to an extent, I think, can have control of that as well, about how much you're getting involved and how much you want to be there and how much you want to show the team to be there. Because um, the more you ask and the more you gain skills and the more you tell them what you can do, they will let you do, is what I've found. Um, so it's great. I think procedurally as well, like I grew a lot in gen med, which I wasn't expecting. Um, I didn't think I would enjoy obstetrics and gynecology as much as I did this year. It was one of my top blocks as well. Um, the fast paced environment, the exciting world of bringing humans into this world. Like it was just, it's just an absolute, um, exciting time. And it's a very busy time, though, and I'm not sure if I'm capable or wanting to see the rigorous road of becoming an obstetrician and gynecologist because it's definitely because it's also a surgical specialty. It's a lot. It's a it's a lot of work involved, um, but definitely a highlight for this year for myself. Um, and um, I'd also echo um, both with Pars. Um, for pal care, I thought the pal care award rotation was great for myself as well. Um, it's really like one of those few times where you actually get to know a lot about the patient and what they've been through. And uh, it's just so interesting to see, like, I think you don't know anything about this individual except for that one piece of their, like, their end of life care. And you sometimes like unfortunately for whatever circumstance especially with covid like they may not have as many loved ones around them as they can or want or able to accommodate for um and it's so nice and gratifying for you as even the student to be there with them for a couple of minutes of their day and just having a chat with them and just getting their perspective about really anything mm -hmm. it's very fulfilling was what i found um, and in terms of Galtham, yeah, I found rehab so great because of its multidisciplinary aspect. I think it was the one place where you get to make friends in PTs, OTs, um, speech paths, and just, you know, the list is endless with the, um, with the other people that are involved in the care of um, patients. And really, those are the people that are actually driving the care of the patients. So as the physician, you're actually sitting in the, like, backseat kind of being like, Oh, yeah, is there any medical issues? No, they're good, yeah. So we're just waiting on you guys to see how capable they are of, you know, managing themselves at home or whatever the situation is. So that's been nice. Mm -hmm. um, I guess for you guys, um, in terms of uh, uh, COVID, I guess, this year and its impacts, how how has it been for you? Because for, for all of us now, it's been close to two years without being from family, being away from family. 
um, and um, not being able to go. And I guess in this current point in circumstance, not knowing when we're actually still going to see them because there's no definitive timeline still set. Is there is there any thoughts or feelings about about this topic that we want to bring up? Um, I might start. Sorry, first. <laughs> uh, I think that I think we're all just probably because your day to day, you don't really think about it. But when you put it into perspective of like, yes, it's been two years since you've seen any of your family back home it's it's tough and I think a lot of us have accommodated for that by like including more FaceTime calls and more phone calls and pictures and videos you send home but um I always get more and more like sentimental around holidays because that's usually like a big time for my family but I think that what's really shaped in me I think for sure is like just my ability to um know that I can I'll, I'll I'll be okay no matter like I don't need to like not no don't need that's actually a horrible way to say it but like you can still grow and have that supportive family and they don't need to have be at your beck and call right next to you all the time and you can still feel that love and from miles and miles away and um you can make your own little family your own little pockets of peace um anywhere in the world and that's kind of what's kept us going which is what I would say but I, I, yeah I do miss home those are some nice words. Hashtag pockets of peace. Yes. <laughs> we should throw that as one of the key tags of this podcast <laughs> if we do that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely um, agree that it's been it's been tough and it's been challenging, but it's been something that has forced us all to develop a bit of uh, resilience and kind of tap into mm-hmm. other. Um, resources for support um to you know help with how we're all coping through this essentially Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's one of those things where you kind of it slowly seeps into your day-to-day life and you almost forget about it at some point until something happens that makes you remember it like uh this past year i've had um my best friend get married back home and it was one of those things where it's like oh yeah like i wouldn't be able to go back and see it and participate even if i um like if i had the time off you know i didn't have the time off but regardless if i even if i had the time off i wouldn't have been guaranteed back entry into um, Australia and then that would you know cause me to defer for a full year so it was until those sort of life events or any of those things kind of happen it's kind of just sitting in the background and um, you know life goes on I guess um, so that's my sort of um, take on the whole COVID experience that we've had <laughs> in the past two years but yeah I definitely feel feel your part as I um with your with your notion about the friend's wedding that um you had shared before um because i have a friend who's currently getting married in next week as well so um yeah i I totally feel yeah for the fact that like you're like oh i it'd be nice to like be a part of those memories as well um but you know i think in a way like you're like oh well it doesn't mean that there's not going to be memories in the future but i think the hardest part now is just like like was mentioning before there's just no definitive timeline 
So there's like, you know, you're just kind of getting by with the hope that some good news is going to come. But you're like, when is that going to actually come <laughs> is the issue. Gatham, I don't know if you want to add anything else. Yeah, no, I mean, pretty much echo all of you three. Like, it's been uh, definitely harder, I feel like, as it gets longer, obviously. Um, and I think none of us would have expected it to have been this long when it first happened. Like, it's just been crazy. Um, and definitely something for the history books for future um, for future people, for sure. Um, anything else I wanted to add? Not really. I think pretty much those are the main points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think one thing is that we're all obviously still very fortunate that most of us have all been very healthy and like safe here, which is very um, uh, comforting for our family back home, which is absolutely. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, I guess, Gautam, since you're in the hot seat, I'll toss you the, uh, the next... Uh, um, um, inquiry I had, um, which was, um, uh, which, uh, which block are you looking most forward to in fourth year? Um, only get, only get to pick one. Yeah, um, definitely anesthetics just cause that's been one thing that I've always been like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, but I don't know, but nice. I think I want to see that in person and see some, a little bit We're gonna more details about We're going to call him hashtag it. intubation God. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely that. <laughs> yeah. that's a keyword keyword for that one <laughs> pars what about you um yeah like we have a whole what is it, like critical care sort of block or something that has um three three or i don't even know ICU anesthetics. yeah so it's like ed uh, anesthetics icu um there's opthal and there's like um what's it uh no it's it's ortho isn't it I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that entire semester, I'm just look, looking forward to because like I really want to experience ICU. I really want to experience ED, and of course anesthetics. Because um, I resonate what uh, Galtham said already. Um, Sorry, but, hashtag intubation gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, and yeah, because I just want to see how I would kind of fit in that whole um emergency sort of critical care well i'll tell you you'll fit right at the top of the bed holding the patient's jaw and <laughs> i'm just messing with you yeah <laughs> airway breathing circulation yeah all right cool cool, cool. sweet <laughs> d uh, what about yourself no. Anesthet- no. <laughs> we all know our pitfalls and that might be my mind <laughs> um i don't know i think i think ed might be something that I'm, I'm really nervous for because i don't know how i will fare in that environment um and so i'm gonna say that because i think that's will make me um grow a lot more as a uh physician I don't really know if that was an answer. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't wait for ED as well. Also, because me and D have ED together. So I just can't wait to just be running around me like, hey, hey, just quick, just really mess this cannula up. We just need a, need a quick consult here. <laughs> no, it's going to be me crying and having me like, can you please get to work? <laughs> like, uh, I'm just going to be crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd echo with D as well. I think uh, ED, I'm really looking forward to ED. Uh, I guess uh, as a final word um, or final um, uh, question for, for you guys, do you guys have any last words that you'd like to leave off for season one of this podcast or for any of the listeners, for any of the prospective international medical students, 
or just general life advice, unqualified life advice that we're obviously tossing out here. Um, yeah, I, I would, uh, I, I guess uh, I'll start since uh, I'm talking. <laughs> Um, there's, there's, there's really like not, not a lot generically to say, but I would say for anyone listening, like if you are an international medical student and you're, you're, um, you, you deciding to make this big leap, um, while, while in the circumstance that everything can be very frightening and very, um, uh, a lot to handle, just know that it is actually so worth it. Cause you're going to grow in so many ways than not just like knowledge wise and medical wise you're gonna grow like as as a massive person out here when you got to do things alone and you got to rely on friends you've met for like one week or like whoever and you're gonna shortly realize like how to actually gauge people and gauge you know who's gonna stick by with you and who you're gonna jive with more and people you'll probably be more at arm's reach with but still cordial to and people that are just colleagues versus people that are best friends and that's just an experience that I think you know I've been like looking at all throughout my life but something that's definitely been prevalent here for me and so that is obviously very exciting because you just grow yourself as a human and it's great and you get to show off all those skills when you get back to Canada to all your friends and loved ones there as well so that's what I would say so take the leap if you're deciding if you're on the edge well I mean of med school okay. yeah <laughs> sorry I should have <laughs> I'm so sorry that sounded so it's bad. all about content yeah. it's all about <laughs> guys content. we're gonna have to redo this podcast I'm like <laughs> um, I guess what I would say to anybody that's listening uh, would be to I guess sort of settle in with your uh, vulnerabilities because that's what um, helps you to like Cavi said grow but it's also like allows you to recognize other people's vulnerabilities and that makes you such a better person to care and and help them because you know if you're just treating like a condition you forget the fact that the condition is paired with a person and the person is who's suffering through it and that's what you need to always remind yourself of like so if you're essentially you know working in a hospital or whatever and you got all these jobs you need to do and then something happens with with a patient on a ward that you're looking after um don't forget that you know they have their uh their specific situation and you need to make sure that they're as well looked after as as possible because that's your job so i love that Great words. Hmm. Um, I guess one thing that I'll share for the people who are listening, first of all, I guess, thank you for listening. And hopefully we have been helping in any way. Um, hopefully it has been somewhat productive. Hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I think one thing that I, I wanted to share was just that, um, when you do get into medical school and you are in your clinical environments or even prior to your clinical environments, I think when you're really observant and you observe the people that, um, you want to become in the future, um, try to focus more on those people than the people that you think would not um, uh, jive with you or be really good with patients. Or I guess essentially who would, who you, would you want to treat um, mm. your parents, for example? Mm. Um, try to emulate those people. Um, they might have some great lines with patients, ways to communicate with patients. Try to capture those and, yeah, I guess just add that to your arsenal. I think that's really helped me this year especially. I love that, yeah. 
Um, I hate to go last because everyone said such good things. Um, I might I might do a throwback if, uh, to my previous statement of preparing and persevering and having passion behind what you do. But I'll throw in an extra P for patience, just having patience with yourself um, through this process. It's a lot of times that I think I went through and I was like, oh, I don't know if anybody else feels this way. I just feel like I don't know anything like and you'll be surprised how many like, you know, interns, registrars who like still resonate with that um, feeling of um, being uncomfortable with the knowledge that you need to know. So I think that's something that we will all grapple with and it's OK. You just need to be aware of it. And yeah, I think that's the best way that I can put it. <laughs> Amazing. Great words all around. Um, all right. Um, once again, we'd all like to say thank you in for tuning in for um, season one. And um, as Galtham had mentioned before, um, we hope any of this stuff has, you know, provided a little bit of information um, in any regard. Um, but uh, this does conclude our final episode. And um, hopefully, once again, we did show some insight about our experiences for this year. Um, and obviously, definitely drop a comment below about, you know, further topics you'd like to analyze. And if you have further questions or anything, feel free to get in touch with any of us. I'm sure the contact details will be somewhere on some website. Um, but uh, I think uh, for the final time of this season, I'd like to say uh, this marks the end of our shift. And this handover is now complete. <laughs>